lights, camera, action. It's the KSL Movie Show. The natives in the Amazon worshipped it like a god. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. This is a man, a handsome, muscular man. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Tis the movie show here at KSL News Radio. We're hanging out today with our friends at Intellibed. Stephen, it's been a busy week. Boy, it's been up and down, hasn't it? Up and down. And we saw the, one of the most anticipated movies in recent in the last two years. memory. You know, uh, yesterday I, I was thinking about that. Two, you know, first of all, we were waiting for it. You know, when you heard the word, hey, they're actually going to do a sequel to Top Gun. Yeah. Wow. And so we're all excited about that. Then we heard, well, the actual release date is going to be 2020. And you go, wow, that's cool. And so, you know, on the movie show, we started working on that putting things together, had it set up to watch the original movie at Hill Air Force Base with the you know great folks up there on the base itself. Yeah. And then everything just crashed and burned in COVID. So then it was just delay after delay after delay, date after date after date. And finally, so we've not only had that big, long, multi-decade wait, then the excitement of waiting for it to actually come out. Then all the delay wait, it, it's kind of hard to believe we actually saw the thing this past week. <laughs> and it did not disappoint. Oh, Steve. You know, I, I, Dave and Debbie uh, called me yesterday and just, and Dave's just euphoric over this. You know, just he's so, I think he's got seven tickets purchased for tonight's, you know, performance. And I said something to, he goes, you know, how, how, how did you like it? I said, it was just wonderful. It was overblown, over-the-top, pure wonderfulness. Every button that I thought maybe they should touch on, yeah. they not only touched that button but exceeded it. And played it beautifully. And, the st- you know, and all the things are there. You want the sound. You want the feel. You want the romance. You want the whole deal. They've got it all and so anyway we'll we'll review that coming up in a second but yeah i i, I almost felt don porterish you know after i, I do, saw it. Uh, that's the first thing i thought of i thought we need you know, to get I don actually, don back on and i actually him i actually tried to call him oh. i but the number you know goes hey i don't know if it's out of whatever but i tried to call him i thought it'd be fun to have him you know come on today and i i went through several different outlets and you know but i, I don't know but he was, you know, what we're talking about here, Don Porter, who prior to Steve uh, wrote for the uh, Standard Examiner yeah. and also uh, hosted the movie show with me for you know several years. And he, when he saw Top Gun, and we all saw it at the Villa Theater with the fighter jocks. By the way, this is 36 but, years ago. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I say decades wait for the sequel. So we're all at the Villa Theater. They had invited the fighter jocks, F-16 flyers, from Hill Air Force Base. And, of course, those guys are, you know, Air Force, and we're talking about naval pilots here in the F-14s, you know, back in the day. But 
they were just going crazy over this thing. And you just got caught up in it. And you know, Including so Don Porter. Oh, Don Porter was just like it was like little Ralphie. A plus 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 plus. <laughs> you know, he was just and then he went home and he goes, you know, I'm not sure if that was quite, you know, Citizen Kane category, which, you know. Yeah, but I think I'm in Don Porter territory. I'm in, that, it's like I just said. I'm Don Porterish on this one. I I was just uh, blown away by Top Gun. and oh, It's going to make so much money. And talk about seeing it on the big screen. you know. Oh. And I'm, I'm sure you were the critic screening. I, I went to the special screening where you actually bought you know 20-buck tickets the night after on Tuesday. Where did you see it? I saw it on the IMAX at Valley Fair. Oh. You got to see it on the IMAX. Oh, I love man. the Jordan Commons IMAX, but I kind of like the... The one on at Valley Fair. Well, and I, and I think you know, I, I think even the folks at Megaplex would say, "Hey, we're proud of each and every one of the IMAX." But you know, when they built Valley Fair, it was it was state of the world yeah. at that time, and still is, and still, yeah, you know, exactly. So anyway, we're just determined to talk about Top Gun here. Well, I mean, in a week like we've had, yeah, this couldn't have come at a more perfect time. Oh, it was it was just. Amazing. Anyway, meanwhile, back of the ranch, let's rail ourselves back in and let's actually do what we're supposed to do here. And that is run through the movie show preview. So the following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Uh, You might have uh, caught the drift that, you know, we're a little anxious to talk about some little film called Top Gun Maverick. That's coming up. But also Bob's Burger movie, Montana's Story. And uh, then there's a, a local film. We'll actually be talking with the director of the right of the, some people say shaman, some say shaman, but either is correct. So anyway, Alicia Farmer will be joining us, a local filmmaker. We'll also get into some of the stuff uh, streaming out there and... Including Stranger Things. Exactly. Dee is going to make an appearance oh. on the show today now that she's back from her world travels. Is it all going to be a Spanish-speaking uh, films? Habla Espanol. Perhapsi. Señora D. <laughs> so, anyway, that's all coming up here on the movie show. We've got, um, let's see, what else do we have? We have the movie show Top Ten. We've got Telephone Torture with our friends at Megaplex Theater. All of that and more stuff. Talk about Ray Liotta. Oh, Ray Liotta passing away at 67. I know. Way, yeah, I way know. Way too young. I know. Way too young. And, you know, what an interesting repertoire. By the way, my favorite Ray Liotta role, you're going to be surprised. Goodfellas. Field of Dreams. I loved him as Shoeless Joe. I am stunned. Yeah. That is one of my favorite movies of all oh, time. Oh, I know. Me too. And I love his role. And uh, You know that scene where he says, can you, let's see if you can hit my curveball. Yeah. And he drives it into the. Yeah. That was a mistake. Oh, was it? That wasn't supposed to happen, but they had the cameras rolling, yeah. and they kept it in the – Costner almost lost it. He's like, you saw him. You know, he yeah. hit the dirt. That wasn't scripted or at all. Wow. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because everybody always thinks him, you know, kind of gangsterish. Yeah. You know, mobster and everything Henry else. Henry Hill and, from and, – And he's got the look, and he's got the snark and everything else, but that's, that's my favorite Ray Liotta role. So all of that and more – 
is coming up here on the movie show at KSL That's a baseball Radio. movie, by the way. Are you sure? You, I, you know, you know, it, it, it's weird because I always joke about being Utah's Mr. Sports, and I am certainly not one of those guys that knows, you know, the stats and everything else. I listen to you and Dallin. We've been painfully aware for years. Over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I love sports movies. Huh. Whether it's golf, whether it's tennis, whether it's, you know, football. It, it, well, you're going to love movie news today because the guy who wrote – Hoosiers yeah. and Rudy is making a new film in a different sport, and we'll talk about it. We're finally getting to lacrosse? Uh, no, I think that's coming. Ah. That's or sort of like shooting volleyball. Eureka. What's that? Volleyball. Uh, if there's enough baby oil. got to have baby oil. <laughs> and by the way, you will be not be disappointed because there is another kind of uh, sandlot scene with sports. And it's not on the volleyball court this time. We're talking time. about the Top Gun? Top Gun, yeah. yeah. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, let's get right to this. Let's get a little sound from the movie that everybody in the known world is looking forward to seeing and has been waiting for for decades. It's Top Gun Maverick. Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. just want to manage expectations. (laughs) First of all, can I just tell you that this is going to hit all the notes, and this has one of the most touching scenes between two guys that i've ever seen it it is so cool we're huge fans here on the movie show of val kilmer he's uh, incredible and it was just a couple of years ago that the documentary came out val on his career but also on his struggle with the cancer the throat and everything else the way they worked this character back in iceman and val kilmer is nothing short of brilliant, accommodating and actually making the most of some of the, the issues that he has. Knowing Tom Cruise, he said, I will not do That's this right. movie without Val Kilmer. Yeah, you know, we've mentioned that. It, it is incredible. So here's the bottom line. Maverick, you know, is he's still a captain, which is kind of a running good joke. Everybody else has gone to be admirals and whatever. He's still a captain. And he keeps screwing up. He keeps screwing up or taking the chances. And yeah. sometimes they're not screw-ups. Sometimes they're just calculated uh, advancements in, in he, history. Because he wants to fly. He reminded me of the Chuck Yeager character, you know, the guy that just is always there. He wants to be behind the – he wants to have the need for speed. He's in the cockpit. And we're introduced to him because there is a uh, – he's a test pilot now. That's his expertise. That's kind of where they go. This guy's so nuts. We'll put him in. We'll let him test things. Well, they've got this amazing plane. Oh, my goodness. It is just gorgeous. And they want it to go Mach 10. And they're going to scrap everything. You know, we're going to shut this down because you really didn't hit Mach 10. Well, Maverick's determined to hit Mach Mach 10. This is where the, uh, the Harris character, Ed Harris, comes in, you know. And he goes, well, they're not here yet, so let's get up in the air and just as you know the ed harris character is coming in to shut down the whole program he's up there and can you imagine i mean figure how many miles per hour it is just mach one oh. i've flown mach one once in an f-16 holy 
crap. And I can't imagine 10 times that. And of course, Maverick has to push the you envelope. You see that thing. It's beautiful. They show it going across. Oh, I know. Like and, a meteor. And the effects of it, the air curls, everything else oh, on it is good. just amazing. So anyway, he comes down. He's in big trouble. Then just like we saw in the first one, but it's not the same thing. You know, it's just kind of the same type of scenario. All of a sudden, there's an international crisis. All of a sudden, you know, we and this time it's enriched uranium that they're worried about versus, you know, some skirmish over in the in the Gulf. The way they put this together, the way he ends up back teaching these pilots, the threat now of having the whole test uh, pilot program practically, you know, you guys are all obsolete. It's all going to be done by drones. Everything's going to be able to, you know, we're, we're just going to run it from a bunker somewhere. To watch this unfold, to have the goose factor with his son played by Miles Teller back in, and you got to pay attention to Penny in the hard deck, you know, bar, because there are references in the very first movie to her that didn't even register. I didn't. Then, I didn't spot it. And then in this one, you know, they they keep talking about an incident. Well, there's a little tie there. I don't want to give away too much, but Steve, I love this movie. I really did. I don't know whether to go full Don Porter on this or not, but uh, it's at least a three and a half. If you're just looking for popcorn and satisfaction in a movie, this is it. I mean, it's. I, I want to give it four, but there's something that you know puts that in the category of Citizen Kane. Well, I don't care. I love this movie. This is probably the best sequel, short of Godfather Two, that I've ever seen. Yep. They. The emotion is there. The humility of Tom Cruise's character, yep. Maverick. Normally, you know, he's the brash young guy. Right. Well, 36 years later, they played it brilliantly. I know. When he's sailing with Penny, and he, she goes, you're in the Navy. How do you not know how to sail? I know. He goes, I land on boats. I don't sail them. Then I love it when she puts in the afterburner. And oh, it, yeah. You, know, you have yeah. to be a sailor on that one. It's got everything. I yep. was just so impressed I was worried that after two years and, you know, all the hoopla that this was going to be just so-so. No. No, no, no. This is excellent on every level. A from me. Good for you. Good for you. It is a tour. Well, okay. Well, I I said it's a four-star in my heart, but I'm going to have second thoughts about, you know, getting something for What would you do differently? What would you have done differently? No, well, I, but I don't think that's the point. I think sometimes just the greatness of a film and its overall impact. Yeah, but, it's... boy, for popcorn, it's four stars all the way. Technically and everything, I mean, the beauty of the film, the way it's put together, the reminiscence of the old ones. But how well know. acted it was. Oh, I you know? know. I mean, amazing. Tom Cru- this is the best film Tom Cruise has ever done. Jennifer Connelly is so amazing in this. The supporting cast is absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah, Miles Teller was great. John Hamm is in the movie, you know, and playing that the, guy. That that's guy that's just wanting, just wanting him to. He doesn't really want him to crash and burn, but you know, he's he's not really rooting for him. But yeah, oh man, uh, it's, yeah, it's, and the technology now is just incredible. And no CGI. That's and, the amazing part. Can it's I all d- real footage. Can I just tell you? I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of getting sick of superheroes. This is like real folks who are doing extraordinary things, and I know it's a little overblown, certainly. But I I'm I'm just so these are are heroes without capes, you know, and yeah, you, you know, can see this actually taking place. Yeah. All right, it's Top Gun, and the bottom line: you shall not be disappointed. Pay attention, though. To it to Penny. And the bigger screen, the better. Oh, 
There is not you a sit screen. sit and watch this on your home TV, oh, I'm going to come over no, and slap no, you. No, no, <laughs> You're sitting back going, oh, I'll wait for this to come out on VHS. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No. Don't do it. Go to the go for the best sound. Go for the biggest screen. Go for the in-person experience. It's Top Gun Maverick. All right, 932 here at KSL News Radio. Brief break, and we'll come right back with more of The Movie Show. The Movie Show. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Engine arms and bitter dreams grow. Yeah, every time I'm ready to talk when that ends, and then I thought, I can't talk over Clint singing, you know. Not if you want to live. From Gran Torino? Absolutely. It's kind of like singing over Frank on the Loser song. You know? Oh, we do that all the time. Yeah, we do that. We but but we that. try to give that big ending. He has people, you know. Yeah, he does still. He has people. 939 here at KSL News Radio. We are at Intellibet, and the Memorial Day sale is underway right now. And when, when Intellibet has a sale, it's time to really pay attention. This goes through Monday, June 13th. <laughs> and near, 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 and we just thought we'd add throw that. Oh, in that's nice. Yeah, it's we it, got backup account of. Account I think of, so. Let it know, play. Just bring your banjo on down, and you know, just uh, hang out with us here at Intellibed, the Intellibed stores, Fashion Place, Riverdale, next to Olive Garden, and also Logan. And of course, you can always talk to a sleep wellness consultant at triple eight four three five two three three nine. That's easy to remember. It's just triple eight gel beds with a Z on the end instead of an S. So gel beds, and you can order online at intellibed dot com. But we've got to talk about the magic of the Intellibed. Very very first time I met you, and you were explaining about these, you know, amazing. You know, just these gel cells that will collapse when there's a pressure point, but yet give you full support where there's not a pressure point, and thus you're sleeping firm and soft at the same time. Yeah, it's it's incredible breakthrough technology. We've been talking about it for years now. You've experienced it for many years, Doug. It's it's helped so many people. When we first started doing this, we really tried to cater to people who had tried all the other beds out there and had not solved their problems. And so, you know, our tagline back then, uh, 20 years ago, was, uh, if you can't sleep, we can help. Yeah. And uh, it's because of the breakthrough nature of this technology. It truly is the only technology that's out there that is both firm and soft at the same time. And that sounds like a contradiction, and it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it. But if you come into the stores, we have demonstrations that will show you how this will relieve your pressure points better than anything else that's out there, while at the same time giving you the firm back support that you need. So you're not waking up with back pain. Your hips and shoulders are fully rested. You're not fragmenting your sleep by tossing and turning all night long. Right. right. It really, really is breakthrough technology. There's nothing like it on the market. I get a kick out of it when you guys hear it in Telebed say, you know, if your chiropractor had his way, you know, you'd be sleeping on the floor. Yeah. But, you know, those those pressure points, you know, that you toss and turn, and it is amazing the difference. It truly is. And, you know, and the medical beginnings right. of what you guys do. You know, for those that are in hospital beds for a long time with bed sores, for those that have a burn, that's what it was designed for. That, that's, that's, that's where we really learned that we had something here. Right. One of the first licensees of this technology was a hospital bed company. It was later taken over by Stryker Medical. And they were, they were actually healing stage four bed sores with this technology, which was unheard of for a non-mechanical kind of system. It was right. that pressure relieving. 
So we took that technology, adapted it to the consumer marketplace, and um, we every component that we have in these beds has been carefully selected to provide the right amount of firmness, the right amount of softness, so that you're fully supported, you're not waking up with back pain in the morning, and uh, your your hips and shoulders are not sore. You're not fragmenting your sleep by tossing and turning all night long. It is a breakthrough. It is amazing. You mentioned. I think for D and for me now, we're we're coming up on decades. Yes. You know, since almost the very very beginning of the IntelliBed concept and company. You know, D and I have been sleeping on this bed, and it is amazing. It truly is. Thousand dollars off on yeah. the signature beds. On the signature beds, plus twenty five percent off on all of our all of our bedding accessories. And this goes on not just through the Memorial Day weekend, but on through June 13th. So it's the big Memorial Day sale, which is underway right now. $1,000 off the signature mattresses right now. Correct. Right. Yeah, come on in. All right, at IntelliBed. And don't forget, you know, if you can't get into an IntelliBed store, go to IntelliBed.com or simply call 888 Two three three nine or triple eight gel, G E L beds B E D Z. All right, it is nine forty three at KSL News Radio. I think it's time for a little movie news here. Here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Well, this is sadly the big movie uh, news of the week, and that's the loss of Ray Liotta. Interesting actor, truly. He's been in some unique things, but he was kind of stereotyped a bit of being a mobster, and he plays the roles by the way, in personal life, he'd never been in a fight. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, he You'd just... Think some just walk up to him and go, all right, Ray Liotta, let's go. He just seems like such a tough guy, and yeah. he's got that look. Maybe that's look. why he didn't have the fight. You know, he's, he's, yeah, maybe that's why people just go, I'm not messing around with this guy. But, of course, best known for Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas, and uh, he was in the process of shooting a film when he died in his sleep. We don't have a lot of uh, details, but, you know, he started off in soap operas. That just killed me when I was reading that. Another World, and then he headed off to Los Angeles in the early 1980s. He was in 86 as Something Wild. Got his first Golden Globe nomination for that. Uh, I mentioned I loved him in Field of Dreams. I thought he was terrific as Shoeless Joe. He was in Copland. He was in Ridley Scott's uh, Hannibal killing them softly. It just goes on and on. The movie that he was shooting was uh, called Dangerous Waters. And then, of course, recently, The Sopranos uh, prequel, The Many Saints of uh, Newark. It's, it's a real loss. And by the way, he was brilliant in uh, yeah. The Many Saints. That was the best thing about that movie was Ray Liotta. Okay. What have you got for us, oh, By the way, he yes. still has four films that are already in the can. In the so can. when you see him over the next year or so, I'm sure... You're going to wait. I thought Ray Liotta passed. You know, they yeah. make these movies way in advance. Yeah, He's exactly. He's got four that are still working on. Okay. So you may not know this guy's name. Angelo, it's Pizzo, I think. But I bet you know his work. He was the screenwriter for Hoosiers yeah. and Rudy. He's just finishing a baseball movie called The Hill with Dennis Quaid. But now he's set his sights on a different sport. His new film centers on entrepreneur Carl Graham Fisher who built the Indianapolis Speedway. Really? Wow. And, and the movie is going to be about the inaugural running of the 
Indy 500 in 1911. Goes back that far. Yeah. Wow. I knew it went back to because we see those old pictures of the really old cars, but it, I had no. It was idea. originally designed to, as a, a test track for the automobile industry, yeah. and then he said, "Hey, why don't we do a race?" Yeah. So, I, you know, coming from a guy, I mean, he's always picking larger-than-life sports figures, and you know, he went to Indiana University, and so that's what the idea because Indiana won uh, the title, you know, the championship back in that year. When he made Hoosiers, well, the year after, so he and his best buddy from oh, that's cool from the same fraternity, yeah, was his director and he was the screenwriter and that's where Hoosiers came from. Hey, that's cool. We're all looking forward to the new Jurassic Park. Oh man, and this is supposed to be the last, and we all laugh about that. Yeah, movies that bring in gazillions of dollars, you never walk away. Yeah, from usually it's not the last. They'll figure out something, but uh, it was interesting. There have been all kinds of interviews going on. And it was Chris Pratt who kind of ratted out Sam Neill. Uh, and he asked the question, okay, when you back in 1993 when you did the first movie, did you take home anything from the set? You know, not stole it, but just a souvenir. And apparently, do you know what, what Sam Neill took? He's got to have the hat. <clears throat> the boots. He said his boots were so comfortable, he took the boots and then the shirt, you know, kind of that chambray shirt that, that, that he had. But apparently, so, you know, Pratt was uh, ratting out everybody. But uh, Laura Dern uh, left the set of Jurassic Park with something a little more recognizable. See, now this is what I would have wanted. She kept the amber ring that Niels' character gave her in the film. Wow. So, you know, I'm assuming it had a you know, mosquito or something in it. You know, Sam Niels said that there's no way they could make Jurassic Park now the way they did it then with all the suspense and build up it was 20 minutes into the film before you saw the t-rex i know he says this movie starts action 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 and weren't we we're so excited because remember they were just cloning dolly and all kinds of stuff dna the concept the concept wasn't new but the discoveries and everything else were kind of new and the cloning process so we went through all of that where it's being explained to us yeah. and what about this and what if we were able to get dinosaur blood could we then and you're just mesmerized by this stuff, and you're right. Not one stomp, not one chomp had happened. And yet you see that glass of water shimmer. I know. Whenever, and you're like, that is brilliant yeah. filmmaking. Yeah. He says, ah, this is fun. I mean, I, it sounded like he was like, they don't make them like they did in the old days, but he said it's nonstop action. Yeah. Which kind of makes me sad a little bit. Well, it, and everything turns into that. You know, it starts off with a real plot, great dialogue, wonderful character development, something really cool. You feel like, wow, could that really happen? I'm learning something. And now it's just crash, 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 stomp, 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 jump, jump, jump. Ah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Indiana Jones, they finally set a date. It is now going to be June 30th, 2023 for Indy Jones, Indiana Jones 5. Wow, cool. And the numbers to look for this weekend. Top Gun. Did Top you know Gun. that Top Gun Maverick? Uh, Tom Cruise has never been in a movie that made a hundred million dollars opening weekend. No, that, really? Yes. Oh, this is this is his breakthrough. Finally, Tom Cruise, after this somewhat interesting career of his, is finally going to have a true breakout blockbuster movie. Opening weekend, hundred million dollars. <clears throat> That's what they're shooting for. I guarantee you. Oh, this has to make more than $100 million. I mean, think about Doctor Strange and, you know, it's yeah. kind of weird. 
where this is, everybody knows this movie. I know. And they're worried about maybe young kids not, you know, since it's been 36 years. But I think this movie's going to draw everybody. You know, we, already we've had this question from Dallin with an E, you know, should I see the first Top Gun? Yeah, for, for one, you know, yesterday when I was talking to Dave and Debbie, Dave said, you know, for that person out there, three or four on the planet that have not seen the original Top Gun, should, you know, I went back and I rewatched it. And especially after when we talked about something kind of off the air, an interesting connection, pay attention again to the Jennifer Connelly character. But I went back and I went, well, it's not obvious, but it's there. You yeah. Know? Yeah, so. no, it's uh, it's going to be huge. They they yeah. figure 200 million globally, but I think that number is very. You know, they they never like to overpredict. Yeah. They like to underestimate. Oh, yeah, and then, and then when, have it blow you away. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you this is going to be 150 easily. Re- really quickly, this will be the final thing we're almost out of time, but you know, one of you know Judy Garland's, uh, you know, ruby slippers. I mean, we've legendary amounts of money. Well, that little, you know, gingham checkered dress yeah, that she had. Right, yeah. Well, there's a big lawsuit underway right now because apparently it was Mercedes McCambridge. I actually met her and interviewed her years and years and years ago on KSL's Public Pulse. That shows you how long ago it was. But apparently <clears throat> when she was in Catholic University, she had a, a father there that she really, really liked, a teacher. And somehow she got one of Dorothy's dresses. And it was from a really important scene with one of the witches and... But she gave it to the father just to thank him for, you know, what she had done, what he had done for her. And apparently when the father passed away, it was just sitting there and finally it was resurrected. And so the Catholic University decided to put it up for auction. Well, apparently one of the father's nieces now. So there's a lawsuit, but they're thinking it could bring one point two million dollars for a dress. And that would go to the university. Or will it go to his niece? Anyway, just thought we'd drop that in. It is 9.52 here at KSL News Radio. A little movie news for you on the program today. Hey, we are coming up on the top of the hour here at KSL News Radio. We have bloviated a lot about Top Gun, and we'll bloviate again at the end just a little bit. What do you think this film's going to make, Steve? If you were to take a shot in the dark, what do you think? Opening weekend, uh, four-day weekend, yeah. including Memorial Day. I said and, 145. Well, and and plus, you know, that Tuesday night, that was a pay-to-play. Yeah. And so, you know, that that was – and I don't think it was quite sold out at the Valley Fair uh, Megaplex. Uh, but it was pretty IMAX, packed, huh? But it was packed, yeah. So, yeah, I – I just think this is going to be the movie that brings everybody out. I'm going to go. I think you're going to go just under 150. Yeah. I'm going to go just over 150. Okay. I think you'll make somewhere between 150, 160 million dollars. And that's domestic. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have the fanaticism that the MCU has. True. But I don't know. I don't know. I think word of mouth is going to carry this film. I hope so because I mean, listen to Steve and me. You know, but I don't get that excited about movies. To I don't often. either. You know, I kind of go, yeah, well, it was pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, but this was, wow. I was on the edge of my seat. For I know, two me hours. too. And I was pulling for everything that you need to kind of go for. Yeah. All right, it is ten o'clock. This is KSLFM Midvale, KSLAM, Salt Lake City. The movie show. We'll soon find out that some wizarding families are better than others, Potter. You don't want to go making friends with the wrong sort. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Tis the movie show here at KSL News Radio coming to you from Intellibed. We'll be talking more with Bob Rasmussen 
one of the founders of this uh, great company. And uh, the great Memorial Day sale is underway. We'll give you all the details. But we also wanted to talk, and each and every week we try to reach out to either exhibitors or filmmakers, whatever the case might be. And last week we had the commish herself uh, joining us. Or was it the week before? week before. It was the week before that we had uh, Virginia Pierce, who is the, uh, the director of the Utah State Film Commission. And today... We have a local filmmaker, and uh, Alicia Farmer is joining us. And Dr. Farmer, welcome to the movie show. Great pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you for having us. I have John Farmer here as well, producer. Hello. That's what I, that's what I understand. John, thank you for joining us. We want to keep this in the family today. Welcome to the movie show. Well, thank you very much. Maybe we get a little background on on both of you. I was reading just a little bit about you, uh, Alicia. I, I I didn't know your husband was going to be able to join us, and that's a great addition to the program. But you've uh, you you've been you've been in the business for a long, long time. I understand it goes back to what when you were eleven and uh, twelve years old. That's correct. Yep, I was with McCarty at that time, doing modeling and acting. And did it get, was it in your blood before that, or is that what put you in the position to have the uh, the gifts and the abilities that you have today? You know, sometimes when you're that young, it's a, it's a, it's a mom or a dad or somebody that's uh, suggesting things. Was it in your blood even back then? It was in my blood to be an artist since I could hold a pencil, um, and that was just another way to express my art. I was really, really tall and kind of awkward and just very strange as a child and was told that I should model um, all the time. And so my mother and I were like, okay, let's give it a try. And they signed me on the spot. You've got to tell us about, uh, I hope I'm saying this right, Zepstone Media. What, uh-huh. what, what caused you to, uh, to put that together and with whom? Uh, was uh, was uh, and maybe we can talk with uh, the husband and wife team here. Was it a joint effort to put together Zepstone back in 2016? Well, I didn't know John quite at that point yet. However, it was started on a film set when I was doing behind-the-scenes headshots of some of the actors on a project. Mm-hmm. Um, so it initially started as a photography company. And when I met John, we decided to abolish that and turn it into a film production company. John, let's talk about that. When when this collaboration and the, the, the relationship began, did, did you envision where it would ultimately turn to today? Um, I always had hope for it. Um, <laughs> when, when we got together, um, I immediately saw her, her talent and her expertise and, and her gift as a filmmaker and a photographer. And I just said, you know, we need to, we need to go big or go home. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and literally we, we decided um, we would, we would start a little short and see how well it goes. And we got hooked. And so we, we turned it into a, into a film media company. Absolutely addicting the yep. film industry for sure. Yep. You know, it's uh, it's interesting when you, when you look at the genesis of of where things go, where companies go, where people go, and what they do. What was that first short that you worked on? Uh, it was called a Tolo. It's a it's a total a Tolo. It's about um, some people that get trapped in an elevator. 
diverse group of uh, people that get trapped in an elevator during an election season, and they all get a basically the elevator is a metaphor for our the our planet. planet, and we're not going anywhere. We're not gonna you know we're not gonna leave. So we all got to figure a way to get along. Yeah, well, you know that's a a bit of the theme here of the uh, movie that we're going to talk about now. It's called Ride of the Shaman or the Shaman. I have friends who consider themselves to be both, and they both pronounce it differently. How do you guys pronounce it? Is it Ride of the Shaman or the Shaman? Shaman. Shaman. Okay, we'll go with the we'll go with the softer A then on that one. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. And I'm, I'm looking at, uh, at a list. Uh, our friend Michelle Moore sent us this. Some of the awards. Are the awards that I'm seeing listed here for this particular film or for the company over a period of time? Um, they're probably for the film itself. We actually won five awards from Utah Film Festival, which was really unexpected this last season. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing like Athens International Best Istanbul Film Festival. and Oh, yeah. You're... Yep. That's all right of the shaman as well. Wow. Well, tell us about the movie and its, uh, its genesis. Absolutely. So this movie was born from my love for my son. It was originally done kind of as a tribute or kind of a poem to him. He battled a very rare, very aggressive bone cancer at the age of 15 till the time he was 17. Mm. And he had a lot of sacred experiences and was really, really close to nature and had an awakening as a healer. And so he actually plays the lead in the film. And when I wrote the project, you know, I gave him the choice of, look, son, this is about you. It's about finding your voice. It's about finding your personal power. But if you're not comfortable playing it, help me cast the role. And he ultimately decided to do it, and I'm so glad that he did. Interesting. We, we, in, the, in the movie, uh, we, we have uh, this, this young man who is in high school, is being bullied, has through some trauma that has occurred in his life, loss of people that he loves, has literally, literally and figuratively lost his voice. He has an aptitude for biology, which is just astounding. When he goes to the local nursery, they're, they're asking him for advice and asking him to uh, salvage, you know, plants and, and things like that. There's a young woman in the school. They seem to relate. But at the same time, there are so many things that are tough, and more and more hits just keep coming with the sickness of uh, his his mother uh, in a single mom situation. And, you know, it, it sounds like a lot of this was inspired by, by real life. And actually, there, there's a scene, there, there's a part in the movie where, this amazing young man actually starts to go dark and and does mm-hmm. some some really uh, tough things and then it's all about uh, redemption and kind of spreading kindness yep yep he and that's common that's where right of the shaman the title comes from because in cultures all over the world it's very typical for healers to have to go through a very, very dark time and possibly even be close to death or to the thought of a different space um, in order to be initiated right mm-hmm. into into their calling 
And right. so really that's where the title comes from is his realization that he has a calling and he has a voice and he's been through all of this darkness, but how can he use his epiphany to spread kindness to other people who may even be going through the same darkness that he is just in different ways. And that's why the, the bully resonates so much for me in this because the two boys are both going through such darkness, but in different ways. And, and that's the common ground. Yeah. Often when we think of a shaman, or especially since we live in this part of the world, we think of indigenous peoples, uh, Native Americans and so on. But this actually goes back Gaelic. It goes back Viking, and uh, I thought which was uh, a rather interesting turn. We're almost out of time here. How, how can people see this film, The Ride of the Shaman? Tonight is opening night. We're so excited. Um, it opens at Megaplex Theaters and Cinemark Theaters across the Wasatch Front. And then it will be heading to southern Utah and Arizona and hopefully further than that in early June. What else is on the docket for you guys quickly before we uh, we have to move on? Maybe, John, well, you could tell I'm... us your... Well, yeah, I'll ask both of you, but but John, you're the producer. What's on the what's on deck next? <laughs> so many things. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, there's just so many things that that we that we've got. I mean, as far as Zepstone, we have probably eight projects that are sitting on the shelf, waiting for Ride of the Shaman to kind of settle down. Um, ranging everywhere from comedy to action to another very, very close, similar um, uh, film, similar to Ride of the Shaman. That's uh, heartwarming. Um, so we're, we, we've got quite a bit on, on deck right now. Yes. And I honestly have discovered um, through this project that family drama seems to be a big strength for me. So I'll, I'll be working on some projects that deal with that. Yeah. Alicia, we, we both have, oh, I was go ahead, John. Say, we, we both have different, uh, like for me, I'm, I'm comedy and action and she's very <laughs> family and, and all that. So I, I love, I love comedies. I'm a, I'm a comedy junkie. It's a good time. Right. Yep. Well, to both of you, uh, best of luck. It's uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show, Alicia and John. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, things that you have for us in the future. And again, the uh, the Rite of the Shaman is showing in Megaplex Theaters and also in the Cinemark Theaters and gets underway today. All right, it is 1019 at KSL. Brief break, and we'll be right back. The Movie Show. Yes, Greedo. As a matter of fact, I was just going to see your boss. Tell Java that I've got his money. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's so easy and it's so much fun to talk about the IntelliBed, just actually what it is, how it works, and so on. But I want to make sure we talk about the great sale that is underway. So, yeah, you're getting the best bed you will ever find. You're getting the best night's sleep you'll ever find. You're getting the 20-year warranty. You're getting the bed that sleeps cool and firm and soft all at the same time. But... The incentive to buy right now, $1,000 off, Bob. That is great. Yeah, a lot of people are out shopping for mattresses this weekend. Right. Just include, include IntelliBed in your shopping um, regimen. 
We have $1,000 off of our IntelliBed Signature Mattresses. They have the revolutionary gel matrix material inside. Nothing like it on the marketplace. Plus all of your bedding accessories. You need uh, new pillows, uh, sheets, comforters, mattress protectors, any of those things. Great gifts. Father's Day's coming up soon. Um, any of those gifts are very, very affordable. Something you can get your, get your dad. Right. And, you know, often we talk about the importance of a good night's sleep. And, you know, often people just think in terms of comfort and convenience and waking up refreshed, but it's more than that. Boy, you get a lousy night's sleep, and it costs you. Yeah, it really does. And your body keeps track of that. You know, eventually it's going to it's gonna make up, and you, you spend your afternoons drowsy and sleepy. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you're not functioning at, your, at, at the, the best that you could be. Right. So, and, and not only that, so many of the disease states that we, that we hear of that are so prevalent now are tied to poor sleep, particularly um, not getting the proper amount of REMS and Delta sleep that you need, right? The stage three and four of sleep that's so critical to healing. Um, it's, it's easy to fragment that sleep by tossing and turning all night. If you're sleeping in a bed that doesn't allow you to stay in those deep stages of sleep, you're compromising your health um, by, by fragmenting your sleep. And these beds are amazing at helping you stay in those deeper stages of sleep, supporting you correctly, eliminating pain, all those kind of all those kind of things that are so critical to your health. And this Memorial Day, which is a traditional weekend for people looking for mattresses. Yep, exactly. It's interesting how that kind of came about. But boy, make sure that while you're out there kicking some tires, you know, and you're trying out some mattresses, make sure that IntelliBed is one of your stops because it'll be your last stop. It will. It really will. Intellibed, that's the bed that uh, Dee and I have been sleeping on for years and years now. It is It is amazing. And you too, Steve. Same yeah, thing. no, I, I, I was just saying earlier how when I make that bed and it is perfectly flat after a couple of years. Yep. That never happened before on we any need to, mattress I've We need to had. talk about that, the deterioration of other mattresses and how quickly that indeed can and does happen. Intellibed. Get into one of the stores or give them a call at 888-GEL-BEDS or go online, intellibed.com. Steve, is there a movie we could just kind of talk about uh, kind of quickly here? Uh, uh, yeah, we can do Montana Story. Okay, Montana Story. Here we go. Time. Seven years ago, she ran away from him. How is it that I'm feeling pity for him right now? I tried finding her. Then you know she didn't want to be found. I'm taking Mr. T back with me to New York. Are you planning on keeping an old horse in the Big Apple? I think she doesn't know how to make the pain go away. But maybe this she can do. Is Mr. T the horse? Yeah. Okay. Old horse. Uh, this is sort of the anti-Yellowstone. <laughs> okay. Uh, not glamorous, not flashy, just an old cowboy who uh, he's dying, and they've got a little uh, hospice thing set up at home. Both kids, uh, they, they're, they're half-brother and sister, so... They had different moms, but same dad. Right. He was kind of a, a, a jerk. He was yeah. rough on the boy, and now the the boy's finding out. Well, he actually witnessed something earlier, where the sister got kind of beat up. I mean, it wasn't sexual. It was just wow. he was just mean and and beat on her and stuff. She comes back, and you can see that she's got a huge chip on her shoulder. And it's uh, Haley Lou um, Richardson, who's a great young actress. It's just uh, one of those movies where. They're trying to figure out what to do, and she's got it kind of against her brother, and you don't know what's going on there. Did he do something, you know, back in the day that 
maybe he didn't prevent the father from. Yeah. And he's just like a little kid. What's he supposed to do? Right, right. And so uh, this is a sort of a family dynamic. There's a Native American element, a woman who stays with him, uh, you know, trying to help around the house. And then they, they do some horse trading. I guess you would say she wants to buy a trailer and a truck to take Mr. T, the old horse, back to uh, New York, upstate New York, where she lives. <laughs> At least and it's not go, Manhattan. They go, are you, are you crazy? This horse is... Yeah. And he's going to... was planning on having the horse put down. And she goes, no, that's not happening. Wow. So they have this kind of back and forth. Anyway, it's a, it's a good little movie. It's, it's a little... It kind of telegraphs where it's headed a little earlier than you're hoping. Okay. But for, a, you know, good old Montana, life is rough back there. It, it's a good little movie. Um, I would give it a... What did I give it? A B? Yeah, okay. I gave it a B. It's rated R. It's playing at the Jordan Commons, the District Legacy, and Thanksgiving Point. And it's called Montana Story. Yeah. All right, much more to come here on the movie show, including some streaming news and more. It's all here at KSL News Radio, where it's 1030. The movie show. You could just write your own rules, you know, write something that's as interesting as you are. What are you going to do? I have my own club. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show coming to you from Intellibed. We're going to talk with uh, Bob Rasmussen again in just a moment. But first, I think we probably ought to do a little streaming news. Perfect. All right, here we go. Planning on a weekend of binge watching? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all, so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, one of the uh, big stories that I've got here, and this kind of falls into your bailiwick because I am not familiar with Ozark. Jason Bateman addresses the possibility of Ozark season five, or if not a season five, a follow up movie and ozark uh, you really like ozark i was disappointed in the ending however which yeah. is probably why they're talking about this so anyway it's been, become one of the uh, streaming most critically acclaimed series and although the ozark series finale ended with the bird family essentially free am i giving away too much here because it's right in the article yeah because <laughs> i i have not seen it ties to the cartel but apparently there are still many, many more threads that can well, be followed. it does a Sopranos moment where there's a s- something terrifying is about to happen. They go to black. You hear a, a shot. Oh, one of those. One of those things. You're like, oh, man. Okay. It's just annoying as all. So do you want season five or do you want a, a movie made? Well, here's the problem. There's also another main character that was also will not be able to come back, as it were, and... She was so in- integral to the story that it seems like you'd be putting band-aids on a you know uh, arterial bleed. It's not going <laughs> to yeah, well. not going to happen. I don't know. Okay. I, th- I think it's they can dream, but I don't see it, see it happening. Interesting. All right, what have you got, Stephen? Uh, let's see. Um, this one cracked me up. There's going to be a new Willow. You remember the yeah, old I Willow? Willow? The guy. His name is Warwick Davis. He was the little dwarf guy that played. Yeah. He's still around, and he's in this. Really? And they go on an adventure, and it's a series, and it's going to be done by, uh, who is it doing? Disney Plus. Wow. Uh, November 30th begins the series, and there was this funny little aside where he's going around introducing all the new uh, people. Yeah. And, you know, and he's just walking around, and, and like, oh, what's your name? And he goes, oh, that's a weird I mean, it's just, he's, <laughs> he's really funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you loved Willow, 
get ready for a new series beginning November 30th uh, with Warwick Davis back as Willow. Wow. God of War series at uh, Prime Video reportedly been confirmed by uh, the uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment's Jim Ryan. So, in 2005, the uh, God of War video game franchise consisted of eight different games, and it has grown from there. Sony Pictures held an investor briefing where they confirmed that the God of War series at Prime Video is in development right now. Ryan reportedly revealed a Horizon series also being in development for Netflix and a Gran Turismo series for an unknown platform. So... There you go. Various attempts have been made over the years to adapt God of War for the screen. But will these guys be successful? Huh. We shall have to wait and see. Well, never underestimate Disney and or Star Wars. They have a new series that uh, will be coming up called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. It will star Jude Law Uh and will be directed by the guy that did the most recent Spider-Man trilogy movies with Tom Holland. Okay. And the guy that wrote Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. So it's supposed to be it's set in the New Republic era, which I don't know exactly what that means. But it's about a group of kids lost in a Star Wars galaxy trying to find their way home. Huh. And uh, there's no date on that uh, coming up. But Has anybody counted up the Star Wars spinoffs? It, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Well, we got Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi that's starting today on right. Disney+. Plus. Then we have uh, Andor, which is the one with the, the Rogue One people. Right. Uh, that's going to be next year. Then we have Mandalorian. Mandalorian 3 will be out at about the same time. And wow. Ashoka, the the one that, uh, you know, the lady with the weird. Yeah. She's got her own spinoff. So okay. we're going to be busy. <laughs> we are going to be busy. By the way, this one got to me, though. Jodie Foster. Yeah. You know how True Detective, I don't know if you've seen that those series. One, the first one was with Matthew McConaughey and uh, somebody else. Mm. Uh, and th- this will be the fourth. Last year it was Mahershala Ali. This is going to be Jodie Foster um, in a new, the season four of True Detective set in Alaska. It is a six-man team goes missing at a research facility. And it's like during the, the nighttime period. So the whole thing is going to be shot at night. Wow. Uh, and she goes up there to try to figure out where in the heck these six men or women ended up. So Strange. Jodie Foster. We haven't seen her in a while. <clears throat> yeah, Jodie Foster's amazing. Daredevil leaving Netflix and presumably heading for Disney Plus. Immediately after the news of the initial migration went public, the conversation around Daredevil receiving a fourth season on Disney Plus gained traction. Daredevil Season 4, what would it look like? Well, they're saying it would be very different from the Netflix seasons. It would be more connected to the MCU than ever before, of course. It's, uh, you know, Disney Plus and MCU, they have kind of a tied and tried and tested formula. So appearances, apparently, and again, this is all just in the works, nothing's firm, but it means that there would most likely be all kinds of uh, MCU characters and references to the uh, uh, events of different films, you know, cross-pollination, as it were. So, anyway, we'll keep an eye on that and see what actually happens now that uh, Daredevil has left Netflix and is ensconced at Disney+. Plus. Well, if you heard everybody woohoo in the last Spider-Man movie when the lawyer showed up, yeah. the blind lawyer, that's him. He's Daredevil. Yeah. So they're like, ah, oh, 
Okay. I'm like, what are they getting excited about? I know. I always have to go to one of our, and we use this term affectionately, one of the geeks, to explain it to me. Yeah. Would you explain this to me? I think that's how I found out, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Andy, who's who's that guy? Yeah, Andy, Don, what's what's going on you here? idiot. That's yeah. Daredevil. Okay, I know. I'm we sorry. go to Don for the DC Universe, and we go to Andy for the MC. Well, he pretty much covers it all, too. Yeah, he, he does, too. He, he But, you know, Don is the DC aficionado. That's true. I mean, with the Superman outfit and the curly Q hair and the whole deal. Yeah, he really goes all out. Yeah, he does go all out. I'm well, there you have it. Worried about him. I know. <laughs> there will be an intervention. Oh. There'll be an intervention one of these days. At some point, we got to talk about Stranger Things. We don't want to do it here. Or you yeah, want- let's do it here. Okay, Stranger Things Volume One. This is Season Four. Right. It's divided up into two sections. Volume One began today. It is seven episodes. I've got to go back and do a little rehearsing. Yeah, here. you do. I mean, I need to be. You know, you, how long has it been? It's, it's been know, like a couple of years. Couple year or two. Of, I don't know. Twenty twenty. Yeah. So, so it's it's been a good solid two years. I have to admit. So remember, Winona Ryder took her two boys and eleven, and they moved to California. Okay. So they're yeah. gone. We thought. Three years. years. It's been three years since Stranger Time. We thought uh, Sheriff thanks. Hopper was dead. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, but and he's in a gulag in Russia. Right. And they're trying to figure out a way to get him out. And at the meantime, back in Hawkins, Indiana, yeah. where everything started, there's a new critter out there. New critter. That is, I mean, this one is the scariest of all. He wow. takes his victims and he breaks their, like mentally, he breaks their bones and eyes. What? It's it's Ooh. much scarier and much more terrifying than okay. the previous Stranger Things. I've seen the first three episodes of the season, of the volume one. There's seven. There's only going to be two episodes in volume two, but they're all they're both like almost two hours long. Wow. Okay. So that's all right. If you're a Stranger Things fan, the new. Seven episodes are out right now. Okay. It is 1046 here at KSL News Radio. The Movie Show. We are really fighting the clock, and every minute counts. Wait. They're all slots? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, Stephen, I think it's time for. Let me see if I can get into good voice here. This has to be good. It's Memorial Day weekend, so <clears throat> don't want to fall short of the mark here. So, just today, though. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not getting my feelings up here. Yeah, I got to have the full motivation here. Of course. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. For the movie show, top ten And we're at the top of the hour. I'm Mr. Oh, look at the time. Well, believe it or not, this segment is sponsored. And All those <laughs> are sponsored? They're every one of them wow. sponsored by Call Climate Services. I've heard of them. Boy, this is the time of year to call Scott Call and his great group and get them out to your home and make sure that the furnace is going to be put to bed and will be ready for next year. 
and then to make sure that your air conditioning, Stephen, is working. Yeah, I hope mine is working. Yeah, we're going to have to have a long talk with you, my son. One phone call to Scott Call, and your worries are over. They have taken care of us in our home in Salt Lake. Of course, our home in Not taking your calls. Took care of mom, took care of my, you know, I mean, the whole deal here. All right. Number 10 movie is The Northman. <laughs> Made $33.1 million. When Inter- he went screaming, running out of the theater. Oh, man. Such a, this is a dark, gritty movie. Kind of like the Vikings yeah. were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Vikings were. This is a true story. Okay. The Lost City uh, you know, has yet to crack. Boy, it's close. It might have even gone over it's by cracked. now. But, so it's $100 million? Yeah. All right. What has it done internationally? Uh, another 77, so it's at 177. Yeah. Fantastic Beasts. <clears throat> I'm getting all choked up <clears throat> just thinking about this. I think I may have done damage to my voice earlier. Well, it is your craft. Either that or it's just allergies. Fantastic Beasts and the Secret of Dumbledore. Uh, it hasn't made $100 million domestically nope. yet. It's at 94. Yep. Firestarter, you did not like this movie. Out two weeks, $7 million. I think Sean Mean said it best. When the first one wasn't very good, this one's worse. Ooh. Everything, everywhere, all at once. We have been under threat, at least you have been, to that you need to see this, and you have not, not yet. yet. Okay. But it's made about 50, what, $3 million. Yeah, another nine foreign, yeah. Okay, men, you were saying this, uh, especially at the end, is not subtle at all. This movie is about men. Oh yeah, and it's all about the, the worst of men and oh, the the cinemascope, which is the audience. Any of the characters based on you? Uh, none. Okay. I hope not. The audience score. Take yeah. a stab. Uh, what on what the score was for, from a regular audience that saw this movie? On what scale? From Rotten a, Tomatoes. A to F. <laughs> I don't know what is it. D plus. Ooh. I, I told you this was not a mainstream movie. Yep. Number four is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You actually kind of like this movie. I still need to catch up on it. it About really well done. $183 million. Another 194 foreign. It's at 376 Wow. God, amazing. Yeah. The Bad Guys. You know, it's made about $75 million. So Another one hundred nine. It's at one eighty five. Downton Abbey: A New Era in its uh, first week made about sixteen million dollars. A bit of a disappointment, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's Ring lower you. than I thought. But well, it's like twenty now, and okay. uh, thirty six more. It's at fifty six. Not and doing as well as the original. Look at these numbers on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is the movie that we presented for our movie show listeners in honor of KSL's 100th anniversary, thanks to our friends at Megaplex Theaters. Yeah. Almost $350 million domestically. 462 foreign. We're at 811. And we're talking three weeks out of the shoot. Yeah, but wow. now that Top Gun's here and. Top Gun. I think this is... Are you saying the Top Gun might blow Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness out of the sky? Well, actually, Downton Abbey was was touted as being the number one movie, but it got creamed. I mean, yeah. Doctor Strange made twice as much money just in this last week. I know, 32 to 16, yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The movie show top ten. We're going to check in again with Bob Rasmussen as soon as we uh, come out of our news at the top of the hour because we are broadcasting today from in Telebed where the Memorial Day sale is underway. It's eleven o'clock. This is KSL FM Midvale. 
KSL AM, Salt Lake City. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. We got Dee over there with her theme song playing, looking like a deer in the headlight. And deer being D-E-A-R. Yeah, you know, we're playing your theme song. Everybody's looking at me. Everybody, everybody's looking at Dee and she's going, Hello. Hello. I just got off the plane, right? <laughs> Giving the queen wave to everybody, you know. Uh, well, before we, we actually do the quirky picks, yes. we have got to talk. Now, I'm going to ask you the question straight up. I mean, you know, we have the man. We have light detectors. <laughs> oh, okay. What did you miss most while you were down? raucously enjoying I missed you more than the Intellibed I'm sorry but I did I <laughs> no I'm not sorry are you sorry Bob <laughs> I'm a little sorry but <laughs> I know the clients here <laughs> and I know what I'm trained to say but I did miss you but I sure did trained to say I've heard that for years <laughs> she'll come home and you know, from some trip somewhere and she goes oh boy I miss the Intellibed no I I and you know I was with all girls and so we were in twin beds and I was really grateful that the bed wasn't worse. I mean, it was okay. The bed, <laughs> it the was. bed, the bed was okay. Uh-huh. And I slept some. And we did have air conditioning in our room, so that was great. But last night, truly, I had, like, a heavier sleep. And I just, I kind of went, wow, is it being home? Or, oh, or is it, you know, or is it Memorex? Or is it the IntelliBed? <laughs> See? what I tell you? Yeah. Every time she comes home, you know, I, I always hope that I might be just an edge above. You were lots above. Stop look, it. Looking Stop forward it. to being home for the IntelliBed. You know, Stop so it. I'm going to send her back. Anyway. Keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We got to talk about the uh, the Memorial Day sale, which is underway right now, Bob, because this is a big deal. When you can save a thousand dollars off an IntelliBed, that is a great, great time to buy. It is. Come on in, check these beds out. Include just include IntelliBed in your shopping. You're probably going to a few stores, checking out uh, the various technologies that are out there. There's a lot to choose from. Right. Right, uh, but this is the only one that has a gel matrix material in there. Why does it last so long? I mean, 20 years. We've talked about how quickly the other beds out there deteriorate, especially those foam and and other things that they just don't hold up. And that's the primary, you know, that's the magic sauce of their Mm -hmm. mattress. Mm -hmm. So why does it last It's all about the grid technology. This gel is so strong, and yet it's like a soft rubber, but it's really, really strong. And it uh, it doesn't fatigue, and it doesn't break down like foam does. Foam is primarily air. You've only got uh, 10 or 20% of the core polyurethane material that's there. The rest of it's air. And uh, the more air you put into it, the faster it breaks down. Right. So um, this gel, mat- gel matrix material is a solid gel that uh, is very resistant to fatigue. So... The, the beauty of this the, of the way that this thing works, if you think about uh, a bunch of columns that are holding up a bridge, right? If you overload that bridge, those columns are going to buckle, and then it's not capable. The columns are not capable of supporting what they did before. Um, and that's kind of the science behind how gel matrix works. There, there's a grid pattern that perform like a whole bunch of little columns. And when the load gets too high, like it would under your hips and shoulders, they collapse, so they let the hips and shoulders sink deeply into the mattress. Right. The rest of the the rest of the support members stay firm, so you get the firm support that you need. You need you get the soft comfort that you need on your hips and shoulders, and it it doesn't break down like foam does. So 
you don't see the body impressions on the top of these beds, and it feels like it did when you first bought it many, many years later. It is amazing that those little gel cells, unlike the bridge, can just come back to what they they were before. And they haven't lost any strength. No. It's just amazing. You know, we we hear, and I heard you say this a little while ago, non-toxic. You know, in in this day and age, you know, a lot of us, you know, wonder about the the materials that are around us all the time. And when these gel cells are made basically out of the same thing that a a baby bottle nipple is made out of, this is a safe, safe product. Yeah, it's... We've done cytotoxicity tests on this material. It's been one of the most tested materials out there for toxicity. And it scores a zero on all those tests. It's completely non-toxic. But even the other materials that we use in the bed, um, there is a little bit of foam here and there. Um, that's all certi- pure certified foam or pure latex foam. Um, but the, the, the gel matrix is the real secret. It's, it's the workhorse in the bed right. that just keeps performing year after year. And when you really do, whether you go online and watch the video that you put together or you come into one of the stores and really see and, uh, you know, you can just do it with your hand. You can see how it works. Yep. You know, you put your palm flat and there's a real good, good solid surface. But if you really put the pressure like in the heel of your palm, it, those gel cells will they just buckle. give away. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And Doug, you always forget to mention who else in our family really loves the IntelliBed when I'm gone. What Dagmar? <laughs> <laughs> our dog. Yeah. You know, D said, "Well, I'll be heading back." And I said, "Yeah, if you can get Dagmar off the bed, Dagmar loves <laughs> IntelliBed." That is and funny. she doesn't sleep with us. She'll yeah. she'll kind of come in when we go to bed, but she doesn't sleep with us. But I get, I think when I'm gone, yeah, it's a good thing there's Dagmar's right <laughs> over. Yeah. Your spot. I can't decide if she just loves me or misses you, but and loves she the, likes the bed. She likes the IntelliBed. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the thousand dollars off right now goes through June thirteenth. Yep, through June thirteenth. Twenty five percent off of all accessories. So if you're thinking about something for your dad for Father's Day, it can be a great gift. Get him a pillow or a set of sheets or any of those kind of accessories for twenty five percent off. Yeah, absolutely. And tell Dad you're buying the whole bed for him, but it's really for you, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. This is going on at all of the IntelliBed stores, going on online, IntelliBed.com. And the number to call, because you'll be talking with a sleep wellness expert, somebody who really knows their stuff. Yeah. 888-GEL-BEDS. All right. all right, IntelliBed. Cash in on this Memorial Day sale. Okay, D. what are the quirky picks? Well, you know, in our little hotel room in Oaxaca, Mexico, we did not have a TV set. We were busy touring uh, ancient ruins and art museums, so we didn't go to the theater. But, but. we did have Wi-Fi, and my roommate had da-da, Netflix. Ooh, <laughs> so lucky us. We were, it was great, and we watched... The, this movie she hadn't seen, which you've all seen. I'm just going to revisit it just for one second from 2020. This is kind of a funny thing to be watching in Mexico. Eurovision Song Contest, the story <laughs> oh, of Fire I Saga. I love that movie. I love Eurovision. I know. I know, and she hadn't seen it either. She said, why haven't I heard of that? And I said, I don't know. I mean, some people just hate Will Ferrell so much that they won't even think about it. And I don't know that she felt one way or the other. But well, she if said, you don't like Will Ferrell, see Elf and see Eurovision. Yeah, exactly. And there Good you point. go. Yeah. So she was like, that was really fun. And I said, yeah, it was, it was, so it was kind of, kind of fun to see that. But then consecutive, consecutively every night we watched the Lincoln Lawyer series. So have you, t- have you talked about that? You know, yeah. 
Steve was saying that uh, I would like it. Uh-huh. And uh, while Dee was gone, uh, the, the first uh, Sunday night, the kids were over, and we watched uh, the first two episodes. Then they were over this past Sunday. We watched the next two episodes. Oh, my gosh. How long was I gone? And then, I know. Really. You know. <laughs> we got a new dog, a new That's car. That's right. That's right. We sold the house, kept the IntelliBed, sold the house, and... Okay. But then last night I watched two episodes, yeah. too. So I'm I'm at episode six now. And we were finishing it at the airport, sharing our little headset because we wanted to see the ending. I was curious. I, I looked him up, Manuel Garcia Rulfo. Never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, he's got... You know, pretty good creds, a lot of the Mexican television and, and other things. But uh, he, he, he was. Brilliant. Yes, he was. He kind of had a little bit of a Gerard Butler feel, a little bit, but such yeah. warmth. And I was I was glad they didn't try to recast Matthew Your McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah. Different style, right? Completely. Yeah. 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 And gave him a Hispanic uh, heritage Latino, so that he. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I have to admit, I'm really enjoying it. And I, and you know, while we're working on the big case. You know, sometimes that can get a little tedious. You yeah. go, dude, good. But he's working on little cases and right. slam dunking people and winning and something. Then Nev and Cam- Campbell, his oh, she's ex amazing. is running her Love own her. thing, and his other ex is running her own thing, and yeah, yeah a lot of, lot of. And then they throw out little tidbits that are again off off the main topic, like you know the biker guy that is kind of his uh, sidekick and is out there as his investigator. Right. In the Lincoln lawyer, I think that was uh, William H Macy, wasn't it? Uh, Who was probably. kind of yeah. Oh. But this guy has all the connections. He's got the street creds he's got you know people in the lapd and everything and he always seems to kind of know what's going on plus he's in love with one of ex-wife number two right and but i'm curious what his connection is with the motorcycle gang because you know that was a big part of the lincoln lawyer with matthew mcconaughey you know how the gang was always pulling him over and he go okay no pull over i know these guys and they'd always want him to get some one of their guys out of jail or help whatever I'm wondering what the connection is between his investigator and the gang, because he's a little nervous. Those of us who have seen it all won't tell you, right? Have you seen it all, Steve? I think I have, I, but Ten I episodes. binged it so quickly. <laughs> Did you? I stayed up till two in the morning one night and watched like seven episodes. Right. Got up the next morning, watched the last three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just one of those where I really wanted to know what happened. Well, I sure hope it'll come back. What do you think? I think so. Absolutely. Okay. It's the number one on their. You know, it, yeah. as of their series. And, they, and not to tip anything, but they left every character with a place to go, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, oh. yeah, that was really good, yeah. And then coming back on the plane, I watched Cyrano, which I had not seen, oh. 2021. Yeah. Doug came home and said, Did you, that was a musical. And I was like, wait, what? And Anyway, I thought the music was interesting. I thought it was such a creative interpretation. Bugged me a little bit that Peter Dinklage just looked so old next to Haley Bennett. He really looked, looked like her father. Wasn't it Sean Means that really liked this movie a lot? I don't know. I, I, I was. It was unsettling to me. Yeah, yeah. It was did. that the part that was unsettling? Well, no, I'm trying to no. remember. And well, I haven't read the book. I mean, did the book end the way this ended? Do you remember? You know, I, I can't recall. It's been so long since I read the book, and I've based everything on Jose Frere or on the Steve Martin Steve interpretation Martin. <laughs> of it. So Which, loosely, was, loosely. Yeah, yeah loosely, loosely, I, I thought loosely. It was, I thought it was very artistic. It had that horrible French Revolution era, which is always troubling to me. I don't, I did, you know, for that reason, I don't enjoy some of the, you know, movies from the people just seem so arrogant and weird, but. I mean, they, they looked yeah. miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Well, they, they uh, dressed in those Steve. curly hats and 
wigs and clothes and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But but I did enjoy it. And I, I, I think I would recommend it if you wanted to see the costumes. And I think Peter Dinklage is quite well, you have good. To admit, oh, he's a great actor. Yeah, Steve would look actor. really good in that, you know, that probably makeup would, of the era. That change my opinion. And the little yes. artificial, you know, mole on his cheek and well, the big Steve would look hair. good. Steve would look good in any era. Okay? Come on. Yeah. Am I, am I yeah. getting a Come look on. here? Come on. I okay. still think I hate you. <laughs> I think oh, I hate you. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay. You get referee to bring, this? Yeah, you bring a piece into the family? I give up. I'm just saying Cyrano was interesting. That's all I have to say. Interesting. <laughs> interesting, 2020. That's kind of like when you had that bad date and you go, well, no, he or she was kind of interesting. Yeah. That's not a good thing. All right. Okay. All right. Well, Dee, hmm. nice of you to finally come back on the yeah, show. it's good to see you guys again. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been here for a while. No, this is the first time she's back in how many weeks, and it's where we have the IntelliBeds. That's right. She knows where it's happening. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I know where it's at. It is 1120 here at KSL. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with more of The Movie Show. The Movie Show. Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Stephen. Douglas. We don't have enough time for telephone torture here before we hit the bottom of the hour because we're really going to drag that out and make it painful. So, um, how about can we do can nope. we do Bob's yep. Burger movie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get some sound. From Bob's, we got the go-ahead from the big Kahuna here. We well, have I thought the, it either do it now or you kiss it goodbye. The oh, yeah, that's the right. blessing of Stephen on Bob's Burger movie. Sound Bob's Burger movie. Like we were just saying, Bob's Burger. I've heard movie. that's a good movie. I wonder if there's some sound we could use. I don't know. We Maybe not. <laughs> Are, Are we, we on the air? <laughs> it's one of those things where the the bad comedian would go, knock, knock, knock. Hello, is this thing working? Anybody out there? I can hear you breathing. Okay, Steve, tell okay, us. Okay, well, I guess we're going to go ahead and do Bob's this. Burger movie. Well, of course, Bob's Burgers is a Fox animated series. It's been on for a few years, right. and it's about the Belcher family. They own a little burger joint that's just uh, a block or so up from a like a – Wonder Wheel, sort of a Coney Island kind of thing. Okay. And the whole place is owned, all the buildings in the Coney Island thing is owned by Cal Fishoder. Fishoder, good. Fishoder, okay. voiced by Kevin Klein. Okay. Who's wonderful. Yeah. He's such a jerk. So the Belchers are worried that, you know, business has been a little slow. Summer is beginning. The kids are out of school. And all of a sudden, there's a sinkhole that develops right in front of his business. Oh, okay. And, and like blocking the door. There's no way people are going to get in. <laughs> So he's poor Bob. He is not an optimistic guy at all. He's like, uh huh. Okay. He's freaking out, thinking that they're going to go under. And the, one of the daughters, she's younger, Louise, she has uh, these rabbit ears she wears all the time. Okay. And the kids at school are making fun of her, calling her a baby. So she decides to prove that she is not a scaredy cat. She's going to climb down into the, the sinkhole. sinkhole. That's a good idea. <laughs> she finds a like a dude buried down there so it becomes a mystery as the kids try to figure out uh, what in the heck is going on here who killed this guy and how they bury i think they call him candy cotton candy andy or something like that 
the the dialogue is so funny. These okay. kids are little jerks, but they're also very devoted to their parents. And Bob and Linda are hysterical. And they actually sing a couple of songs in there. And the one of them is going to stick in your brain, and you're never going to get it out. Oh, no, one of those. Yeah. So did you like this movie? I loved it. Really? I, I had a great time. So and I'm a, a fan. I'm a fan of Bob's Burgers. Is this another four-star movie? No, it's a B-plus, though. <laughs> a B-plus? Wow. I mean, you know, on a big screen, the animation okay. is bigger, the sound is bigger. Right. But they kept the story, you know, doesn't interfere with the series. Okay. You can't go in and make some massive change. You got Whatever you okay. do, you got to clean it up on your way out. So, All right. And they did a nice job, B-plus. B-plus, and it's rated PG. PG-13. 13, yeah, okay. They're a little sassy. All right. So it's Bob's Burger movie in wide release. Wide release. This is wide. the alternative if you can't okay. see uh, Top Gun Maverick tonight. 1129 here at KSL. The Movie Show. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show, and it's coming to you from Intellibed today here at KSL News Radio, and the Memorial Day sale is underway right now. And Bob, this this sale, when you can save a thousand dollars on a bed of this quality, it is the time to buy. And you know, a lot of people we've talked about this. This is such an important decision. It's a big decision for people. They want to make sure that they they get it right. And in Telebed, you want them to take all the time. You've got sleep wellness experts who can walk people through the progress. They'll probably answer questions you hadn't even thought of yet. Yeah, they're they're not they not not only understand the dynamics of sleep, they understand how our bodies interact with the mattress, what the mattress needs to do for you. Just for example, if you think about the irregular shape of our bodies, the heaviest part of our body is the lower the lower torso, right? So gravity is trying to pull your hips farther into the mattress than anywhere else. Yep. The mattress needs to prevent that from happening. That's one of the leading causes of lower back pain. And when you think about back support, that's really what we're talking about. You can't let your hips sag into a hammock shape. Yeah. And so many of the mattresses allow that to happen. So. So not only do these guys understand the dynamics of how the body needs to interact with the mattress, they understand the materials that are used in mattresses and why they could, for example, when we're talking about foam, never be the ideal sleep surface to provide the the platform for right. ideal sleep. You know, the thing that I love so much about our IntelliBed, just one of the many, is I don't like to feel mummified. Right. I don't. I don't like things that mold around me. I, I it drives me nuts to sleep in like a mummy sleeping bag. You know, I need some big thing where I can you know move my legs around and so on. I love the fact that the IntelliBed, it will cradle you where it's needed. It will you know allow for your hips and shoulders and so on. But I never feel claustrophobic, and I love the fact. And boy, we're moving into this season where this is really important, where you sleep cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, most of the foams, especially the denser foams like memory foam and latex foam, most of those are insulators. So what they do is they trap your body heat against your body. They don't let it dissipate, and that's why you sleep so hot. Yeah. Um, the gel matrix is, is totally different than that. It'll dissipate the heat. It, it, it's not that you will sleep. You actually sleep very temperature neutral. You don't sleep cold. You don't sleep hot. Right. But it tends to take the excess. Your, your body develops heat all night long, right? Yeah. So it has to constantly wick that heat away and, um, 
and move it to the lower recesses of the mattress. Otherwise, you're going to sleep hot. And the gel matrix does a wonderful job of that. So you tend to sleep very temperature neutral. Now, the sale we're talking about lasts till when? It, it lasts till June 13th. June 13th. So there's time. You can get into the IntelliBed store. And by the way, we will be at the IntelliBed store in Fashion Place next yeah, week. Right in the middle of the sale. So you can come in and love to shake your hand and... And show you this amazing technology. Yeah, it, it truly is incredible. $1,000 off right now on your mattress. And then the 25% off on accessories. Mm-hmm. That's a great deal, too. Yeah, it really is. All right. And now's the time. Give them a call at? 888-GEL-BEDS. GEL-BEDS with a Z. With a Z. And then IntelliBed.com. And then also in uh, the uh, stores. And there are three locations here mm-hmm. locally. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time... For a little, <clears throat> let's get the theme going here. No, we're not going to do the top ten again. It's time for a little telephone torture, ladies and gentlemen, with fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. And now, Stephen. What are I'm, you doing to that poor muffin? I'm th- <laughs> now, that sounds that was pretty a weird thing here. Yeah, probably uh-huh. something I wouldn't gonna and now, imagine saying all day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, seriously, I'm thinking of a number. What is it, Steve? It's a large one. Telepathy going back and forth here. Uh, Are you not tuned into the brainwaves today? I think I've got it. You know, when Bob says the heaviest part of your body is usually your hips or your shoulder, with you it's your head. Keep it up. <laughs> I know exactly where you live. All that brain matter is... Can needs- I buy one of those accessory pillows? <laughs> Actually, so, I love your... By the way, your IntelliBed pillows are amazing, so they're, you don't have one of Are those. you going to get back to telephone torture? S- six, unfortunately. Six? Six? Is that not it? Well, I'm counting about 500 there. No, yeah. okay, it is number six. You got it. This is This is a very sophisticated act. All right, we're looking for caller number six at KSL Talk, 575-8255. Clear all those numbers out so everybody gets a fair shot. Back at the station, they're going click, 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 click. What have you done? What have I done? Fabulous prizes worth up to dollars from the Megaplex Theaters. And now let's go to loser, I mean potential winner, number one. Hi, who's this? This is Bryce Pryor from Springville, Utah. How are hey, you? Hey, wow. Bryce, how you doing? What's your number, Bryce? Well, I think <laughs> right. I'm uh, your number one loser for today. You are the number one loser, and I love losers who are enthusiastic, and we need to acknowledge that right here, right now. Ooh. Hey. How can we never had that one before? I know. Why hadn't we thought of that? We That's might. a screaming good one. No time for losers, but we had time for Bryce. Yeah. Because he's just, just such make, a just to make fun such of an amicable loser. He did, he was he was yeah, very, he's very positive, very very positive loser. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. This is caller number two. Hi, who's this? This is John. John, are you underwater? I am in my car. You're in your car underwater. You yep. don't want to be in your car underwater. So I'm glad you're no. not underwater. I'm glad you're in your car, and you're number two, which makes you a. Loser, loser. Hey, I've heard this call before. 
<laughs> he did uh, a pretty good loser. That was good. It. Quick draw. See, they're into it, Steve. People love to be losers. Oh, yeah. This is the highlight of it. That's their... why they listen to this show. No. All right. Let's go back to the Please phone. tell me no. Let's go back to the phone line. We're almost halfway there, Steve, so you can start to breathe again. I'll be in my trailer. Better yet, don't. All right. Now, let's go back to the phone line. Hi. Who's this? Hey, this is Tom, a loser again. A loser Again, sounds like an old country tune, doesn't it? Yep, Willie Nelson's working on it now. I'm here with my dog, driving my truck, and listening to the movie show. And I'm a loser again. Okay, play that. That was an interesting cut. What was that? What, what was that new loser cut? Y'all need to focus on winning. Stop focusing on me. Who's that from? I have no idea. Now, let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? If if I'm keeping track, this is caller number four. Is that right? Hi, who's this? Hello? You ran out. <laughs> we ran out of listeners. Uh, well, we can recycle a few, as we do every week. Can we? Hang them out. To, we hang them out. To, they, they, well, they dropped out, but we didn't hear any, any sound. We've got to hear sound. All right, let's go back. This is not just agony. This is number 4B. Hi, who's this? Hello? You know, the engineers were working in the studio a moment ago. That's why we didn't have any sound on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, so maybe the engineering department is sabotaging us right now. That's a lovely thought, but they just clicked and hung up. Well, okay, let's go back to this is caller number 4C. Hi, who's this? <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's unusual. Oh, that's us. That's us bouncing back from Mars, I think. Yeah, there's there's something technically going on. So it's let's. A big prize here, folks. This this is this is caller four D. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hello. I'm, Hello. Well, it depends on the number that I am. You're number 4D. 4D. Not 4T, 40. but 4D. Yeah, because we actually have to hear somebody acknowledge being a loser. So you're calling number care. four. I don't care what you guys said. My mom says I'm a winner. Well, <laughs> well that a boy. How sweet. I've been waiting for years to say that, Doug. Years. You've been waiting for years. Now, you know, yep. what did you get your mom for Mother's Day? It must have been pretty darn good. <laughs> well, a bunch of flowers. That's about it. A bunch of flowers. But other than that, well, you, she's been dead well, for about 25 years. But she still says I'm a winner. Oh, my goodness. Well, as, <laughs> as Doc Holliday would say in Tombstone, you're a daisy. We appreciate <sighs> you joining us. Isn't that sweet, I Steve? I thought you were going to say, I'll be your huckleberry. No, you're a daisy. You're no daisy at all. I was hoping you guys would play back for me. Well, that you know, you're such a good loser, such a profound hey. loser, that I think that we can accommodate you. Here we go. Excellent. Americans Excellent. love a winner and will not tolerate <laughs> oh, He wants to get backed. He wants to get backed. We have a guy that actually wants to get backed, and we patent him. Okay. Can, can, can we back him? Can we back this this wonderful guy whose mother thinks he's a big wiener? I'm a loser, baby, <laughs> so I don't want you to kill me. 
Do they bring pizza into the? You know, I, I don't know. We're we're such a smooth show. It's it's really quite remarkable. Now this will be the last wiener of the day. No loser of the day. Oh yeah. Potential wiener. So yeah, let's like go. Let's ten fours. Let's get this over with. Hi, who's this? Hello. See, I was smart to do Bob's Burgers before the... You were smart to do Bob's, Bob, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burger is a whole different thing. Uh, hello, anybody home? Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Chris. Chris. You sound like the HAL 9000. From... You're, you're kind of a... Yeah. Hello, hello, Steve. Okay, I had to break it to you, but you're not a wiener. You are Hi. a... Loser. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just let's just take care of this. I don't think you want to mess with it. One little, yeah. Wow. <laughs> somebody's been digging. Yeah, somebody's been digging, and it just gets deeper and deeper on this show, doesn't yeah. it? All right, now let's go back to the phone line. This will be caller number six, and the big wiener. Hi, who's this? Hey, loser. Once wiener. Now, this is Tom. You're a wiener. You're a big wiener. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Tom, back, Tom, because you have won two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You have won two drinks at the Megaplex Theaters, and you won a tub of popcorn from the Megaplex Theaters. You don't need to sneak anything in except you and your partner. So there you go. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I felt a lot of love in the room here. But there is one thing you need to do, Tom, because, you know, there have been quite a few losers ahead of you, and you were one of them. (laughs) And so uh, what do we need to do to make all those losers, like your previous self, feel better? What do we do? First, I have to say how much I appreciate all those people who didn't talk, and then we have to introduce (laughs) Gorgeous Frank Sinatra. Gorgeous Frank. Kind of like Gorgeous George. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, all those people that didn't talk made Tom a wiener. Wow. Well, another rousing rendition of a very sophisticated segment of this show, something very cerebral, and it's telephone torture, sponsored by our friends at Megaplex. Theaters. By the way, they're starting yes. their their summer's movie series. Yeah, remember we talked to to Jeff about that. They've got a lineup for your kids, and then in the sensory sensitive theater where right. the lights are slightly on, the sound isn't as loud. Ten movies for ten bucks. Folks. I know it's a deal for your kids, no doubt about it. Brief break. We'll be right back. The movie show. Do. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Just a very quick revisit of Top Gun. In case you weren't here at the beginning of the show, both Steve and I absolutely loved this movie. It is everything you'd hope for, and I believe more. I'm always a little self-conscious about overselling it. But Steve, you gave it on my scale four stars or an A. Yeah. I'm I'm at like a an A minus or a big big you know three and a half star movie. This is so much fun. You're not going to be disappointed. Top Gun Maverick. 
see it on the biggest screen possible. Absolutely. And go and have the time of your life. Yep. Oh, it, it is so cool. Hey, we've got just enough time to thank Bob Rasmussen and the great crew here at IntelliBed. And the big Memorial Day sale is underway. And you can save right now $1,000 on your signature collection mattress. Yep. So, uh, yeah, come into the store. Take advantage. <clears throat> take advantage of this incredible sale. Um, come and learn about this gel matrix uh, material and uh, experience it for yourself. Yeah, and the fact that you warranty it for 20 years, that shows a lot of confidence in the product. And Dee and I have had the IntelliBed for 20-plus years now. It is remarkable. 25% off on the accessories. The sale goes through June 3rd. June 13th. 13th, right. And then we will be back next week on the movie show. Will we tuck them in if they come? Absolutely. We tuck people in. We'll read you a little story. You know, the whole thing. We'll let you be a loser on telephone torture. <laughs> well, yeah. that's not going to get them in. Oh, I don't know. You never know. Our listeners are a little interesting, Steve. They are nuts. That's true. Honestly, this is a great, great night's sleep that we have enjoyed for years. Bob, I love the product you make. I sure appreciate your friendship and our association with IntelliBed. We, we just love hanging out with you. It's been our pleasure. All right, don't forget, save $1,000 on your IntelliBed, 25% off on the accessories at the IntelliBed stores, IntelliBed.com, or give them a call. And, again, the magic number is, whoop, we, we turned your microphone off. There Eight, we go. 888-JailBeds. All right, there you go. It is 12 o'clock noon. Thanks so much for being part of the movie show today and tonight. When you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. It's 12 o'clock noon.